0: Too. Hey everyone, this is Loser Leaves Wrestling. This is the news you can't lose. This is the news you can't lose with the Loser Leaves Wrestling Group. My name is Red Jefferson and I'm here with... Roy Lazerwitz. Roy, how you doing today, man? I'm doing really
1: well. I'm very excited to be here, not only because I get to talk the news with you, but, like, what a
0: newsworthy week. What a way what to a get started. What a newsworthy week. Yeah, just to give, uh, get everyone up to speed, uh, my name is Red Jefferson, and uh, Moet Jazzwall is usually in the news, but Moet, he's splitting his brain several different ways. He's trying to get back into movie stuff, and he needs, he needs some space away from the showbiz. He needs some space away from being... You know, on on top of it and one he needs it and one he's gonna be floating back in. Don't worry, we're not losing Moet. We're not losing Moet. Moet's just gonna float around a little bit. Come here, come there, then he'll come, then he'll leave. It's just it's a thing, right? That's Absolutely. Positive. Yeah. It's very Moet
1: positive. is really the um how do I put this? He's really the glue that will yeah, he, hold all of this together. He's no the Jeff what.
0: Bezos of this entire organization. <laughs> he's really the jeff bezos of it all uh bless Moet. everyone give a hong kong for moat uh, even though this isn't a live stream but we're gonna pretend it is we're gonna pretend it is roy tell us a little bit about your you and love wrestling your love for wrestling give wow. us a little bit of wrestling
1: yeah it's funny because i don't know how many people you know and i think the wwe has trained us over the years based on all the documentaries that they've made to like remember the moment that you fell in love with wrestling as a child but I, I do. It's uh, July. It was July 6th, I believe. Every year is my wrestling love anniversary because my brother and I, my older brother, uh, our first moment where we decided that we loved wrestling was when Goldberg beat Hollywood Hogan on Nitro in the Georgia Dome for the heavyweight title. So every oh, year yeah. we try to get
0: together and watch
1: that nitro and revisit it. That's so, a beautiful
0: thing. Hey, that's such yeah. a beautiful story. And that's what uh, wrestling does. It brings families together. Actually, Absolutely. let's let's actually make a mental note. Your uh, levels are rising high. Don't talk into the mic.
1: Okay. You want me to just talk
0: out here? Yeah, talk out there. Talk okay. out there. Just, uh, we're working on this right now, guys. We're working on it right now. This is live in charge. And let's talk about the news. This is the news you can't lose. It's July 18th to July 24th. And boy, what a news week we had for you boy what a news week! Well, let's, let's what is your biggest I think we both have the biggest news item of the week. But let's I'll try to say it. Uh this is only the only reason I'm saying this is the number 1 news item of the week is because it's confirmed and he's there. Nick Gage is in AEW. That's probably the biggest news item of the week. Would you disagree? Uh
1: I mean, I don't know. That's that's really interesting. I yeah, I would say maybe that is the biggest news piece. Because I mean, it's,
0: ev- everything else is hearsay.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing's yeah. confirmed. I don't know, though. Is it confirmed that Nick Gage is there long term, or is well, he just there for one match? Because even if he's just there for one match, that's still huge news. That's yeah. still so exciting.
0: 100% So just for those of you who don't know Nick Gage is a death match wrestler uh, Or garbage wrestling connoisseur uh, And he, uh, he's he been going all around the country uh, Making children bleed And uh, now children. he's <laughs> Well, I calls it like I sees it uh, So, uh, but No, he's a very passionate guy One of a kind personality Very charismatic And he is uh, MJF's second labor Against Chris Jericho They're going to be having a death match next week uh, how excited were you, uh, Royster, when you heard about the uh, Nick Gage coming in? Uh, I was. Uh, it's. I
1: don't admit this often, but now I'm admitting this on a podcast. But like, if I'm alone in my living room watching wrestling and something exciting happens, I'm 10 years old again. I was sure. very excited. I was jumping up and down. What a guy. The sure. thing is, and I think this is an interesting thing to bring up, and uh, we don't have to get too heavy here, but for those of you who aren't familiar with Nick Gage, yes, he is a deathmatch wrestler.
0: I'm not aware of any children that he's made believe necessarily, but I. Uh, <laughs> Anyone younger than him, of course. Call- in all fair. honesty, those garbage. Re- I'll stop saying those deathmatch wrestlers Thank are you. 18 years old, <laughs> they're 19 <laughs> years old. So they're children. <laughs> And he is a 55 year old man. No, he's not 55, but. I think he's he's, in his late 30s, I believe. No. Yeah, he looks a little.
1: I mean, he's had a tough life. He looks a little older. But that's the thing that I think is really important to bring up here. There's a couple of things to touch on, and I'll be on the pro Nick Gage side of this. Um, Sure. He is, if you're not familiar, he is someone who's had drug problems in the past and spent multiple years in jail for robbing a bank interesting side note my brother used to live in the southern part of new jersey where nick gage lived and used to frequent the
0: bank that nick gage robbed oh i got a picture Uh, me Uh, too uh but uh, so so do you see nick gage being uh uh, being a part of uh, aew do you see them as like we want you to be all elite i don't see that
1: i'm gonna be honest i don't see it
0: i see him doing really really
1: well here Uh, next week with Jericho I think it's going to go great I think it's Mm going to be like really wonderful and it's going to be very polarizing I think Mm -hmm. the wrestling community is going to be split on how it's going to go and generally the wrestling community is split on how they feel about Nick Gage in general but uh, I don't see him being all elite full-time. I see him sticking with his home promotion, Game Changer Wrestling, GCW.
0: I picture him staying there and then making some occasional appearances in other places. And, and honestly, that's the best use for him because he's someone yeah. like like right now, I am amped for this match. I'm not a Nick Gage guy, but the idea of him and Chris Jericho being at the ring together is like so confusing to me. <laughs> It's it's so confusing, and I just can't imagine, because even Nick Gage said on Twitter, he's just like, I'd rather die than lose to Chris Jericho. And Chris Jericho is going to win this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what's going to happen? Yeah.
1: And I think that's the other thing, too, and you bring up a really good point of, like, I wouldn't want him to be full-time because, realistically, your first match is against Chris Jericho.
0: Where do you go from here? You don't. Yeah. Like, you just did the thing that you're supposed uh. to do. And, and we shouldn't get too sidetracked off this, but Nick Gage is number two on the labors who the hell is going to be number three? Yeah. There's five. And level two, of who's going to be the big boss battle? And and, and someone said on the uh, live stream the other day, they said Daniel Bryan or CM Punk or something. Mm. I think that's a terrible use. Agreed. A terrible use. Fair? Uh, t- absolutely. Do you remember, this was a
1: while back, and I love how AEW does this, where they, they always are bringing things back, and if you're really paying attention, it kind of pays off, where before moxley fought jericho for the title at revolution last year he also set him out on unofficially challenges there wasn't a name for it but one of his big challenges was he moxley had to fight jeff cobb and jeff cobb came in for one show fought moxley and left and that's how i feel this is going to happen but the challenge is that you're right you're 100 right I don't know. I, I, You said something that I thought was a great idea. I don't know if it was on the live stream or maybe off air, but Big Show. Pretty interesting. But the
0: Big Show should have been, like Nick Gage should have been number four. It should have been four on the labors, you know? It yeah. should have been like uh, 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 maybe FTR next, and then Big Show, then Nick Gage, and then something crazy like a, uh, a, a lumberjack match, and everyone's got a chainsaw or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> But, like, I feel like this, like, they're planning big things for these labors, and I can't even imagine, fathom what they would be, right?
1: Yeah, my my only thought is, like, you can maybe, the third one can be lower. I, I don't know if lower is the right word, but the third one can be less intense maybe a lateral move but a less intense one the reason i say that is because let's say jericho and i don't think this will happen necessarily but let's say jericho goes through light tubes and goes like and does like basically a death match and he's all scarred up and beat up then you can say mjf can say now that that second one was so labor intensive the third one can be someone like big show like a big guy but it's kind of a boring kind of match it's not that exciting but because he's so beat up it adds to kind
0: of the drama Mm -hmm. of it uh, I'm not going to lie. I like the five labors. I kind of yeah. digging the five labors right now. That's a fun way to build to a match. Absolutely. Uh, l- let's move on. Uh, uh, Royster, what's your biggest news story of the week? What do you, what is, do you think this really blown your socks into a bunch?
1: You know, I can't help it. I can't. I, I, I have, watch talking just... to the mic. Sorry. I don't mean to yell. I can't I help it. You. Let me see. I should, I should pay more attention to the levels anyway. Um, I can't help but be excited by this news of this the CM Punk Daniel Bryan sure. acquisitions. Sure, I agree that oh boy, I really don't think CM Punk or Daniel Bryan should be involved in this labor's no. thing at all. But I I just yeah, I, it's just such a good fit. Both of them in that company in a lot of ways are such a good fit because I think there will be fresh matchups. There will be. I think we're going to see some really interesting things from both of them where they're given complete freedom to do whatever they want and maybe a little too much freedom. You know, you never know.
0: But how can you not be excited about the prospect of all of the different matchups for these guys? I trust both of them creatively. I trust both of them creatively. Honestly, what I would love more than anything is for Daniel Bryan to show up at a uh, at a pay per view or some event and just show up out of nowhere, or maybe even planned like big surprise. Daniel Bryan's gonna be here, and he shows up and he's kind of talking this best in the world shit, and then CM Punk comes out and their first match is against each other. Interesting, yeah. yeah I think yeah, everyone yeah. wants to see that match. That <laughs> would blow. That would be an amazing way of starting it off. Like literally the uh, the return, the announced return of one wrestler, Daniel Bryan. And everyone's expecting him to be there and then CM Punk interrupts him just being like, I was the best in the world. They have the argument of who is the best in the world first.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I thought that's funny you say that because oof! I saw a picture the other day of like them shaking hands in the middle of the ring in Ring of Honor and then them shaking hands in the middle of the ring in WWE. And there's that one spot open for them at the bottom to shake hands in the middle of the ring. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. My How I was thinking like, and this is also crazy, but like. Because there's the rumor that Daniel Bryan's going to debut at their New York show, the one at the Arthur Ashe Tennis Stadium. Sure. So that's a little ways away, and then the most obvious place for Punk to debut would be Chicago. At, in Chicago. And that's next I, week. That's or, no, it's next uh, Labor Day. Oh, was that, that? Oh, I
0: thought it was closer.
1: Yeah, I would think that. So Jericho gets through the labors and fights MJF at all out. MJF beats him. And then CM Punk comes out and they start a program between the two of them to put Punk immediately with CM Punk and MJF, not Jericho, MJF.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. I feel like um, that's going to be your biggest babyface reaction of the night, besides maybe Hangman
0: potentially winning the title, and put him with your biggest heel, MJF. Interesting. Interesting. I just don't see – I see CM Punk as coming in for a match. I don't see him as someone that's going to be coming in for a series of matches. Interesting. I see him as coming in to face Kenny Omega or, you know, I think he, I can't imagine him being like, all right, I'm coming back. Give me MJF. Really? Because he's looking for the match. He's not looking for the promos. And I I feel like MJF gives a lot in terms of his presence, but like in, in, in terms of a match, he's not giving CM Punk anything new that he's not dealt with. Kenny Omega is new. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I mean, that's the ultimate match, is those two, for sure. I just can't imagine. But one, one very good point. They're all, this also talks of Ring of Honor with CM Punk. You heard
1: about that as well? Yeah, and I would love that. Honestly, I'd love that even more than AEW. I think I would love Ring
0: that more. Honor. Honestly, I think I would love that more. And I'd love that more for CM Punk. He'd get the, th- but like, he just won't get the matches or the money he's looking for.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. Uh, all right. Well, moving on. We got some more stuff to cover. We've got some returns this week. Royster. We got yeah. some returns this week. Uh, let me rattle them off here. We got John Cena coming back. John Cena showed up at Money in the Bank. And then we had Keith Lee and Karrion Cross <laughs> on Raw. Oh, man. Let's talk about John Cena first. Um, are you excited? I
1: uh, e- Yeah. I was excited for the moment. When it happened, I was watching live. And I liked the moment. I thought it was a really good moment. I... Yeah, yeah, I guess I am excited. I okay. guess I'm excited. Yeah.
0: yeah, I like that forced, I, yeah. <laughs> Are you excited? Uh, not terribly. <laughs> uh, I, I, I enjoyed Paul Heyman making fun of his music this past week, which was really fun. Um But I'm more indifferent to it because I have, I, I like that match doesn't blow me away. Like mm. him versus Roman Reigns isn't something that I'm, I'm really dying for. Uh, I do think of John Cena as someone that I'd, I'd want to see. I just don't know who I'd want to see him face, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, people probably thought it was a good idea. And I, I don't personally think it's a good idea because I like to try my best to suspend my disbelief when it comes to like, we all know the wrestling scripted, et cetera. But I like to pretend as if I know that anything can happen. Uh, but they did that. Did you see that they released every date that John Cena is going to do? It's the summer of Cena, and it's like every single date he's doing, and then it ends at SummerSlam. So like they're going to build to this match that we already know is going to happen. So no matter what they tell us that it's not going to happen, we know it's going to happen. And then we also know that his last date, because you've told us, is SummerSlam. So I also know he's going to lose.
0: We don't know that. We don't know that he could pull a Brock Lesnar and go away for two months with the championship. <laughs> with the championship, yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. But uh, we also got Keith Lee and Karrion Cross making their uh, 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 Keith Lee returning and Karrion Cross making his debut on WWE Raw. Let's talk about Karrion Cross first. Um, Karrion Cross uh, with a roll up win by Jeff Hardy in his first opening match. Um, you you wanted to talk to me about this as well. Uh, you mentioned uh, do wins and losses matter. Yeah, this was my Tweet of the Week. Tweet of the, oh, oh, shoot. I cu- I broke into the Tweet well, of the Week. Re- that's okay. Do you want me to go over the Tweet of the Week? Let's talk about the Tweet of the Week real quick. One day, we're going to have a fun sound effect that's like, Tweet of the Week. We can do that right now. The tweet of the Week and make a chirp noise. Chirp, chirp. Tweet I, of the Week.
1: Let me pull it up real quick. Um, I emailed it to myself. Well, I sent myself two tweets, but the one that's important is from peter rosenberg who is a known wwe employee so obviously he's going to have the backs of the wwe in this situation but he was responding to a tweet from a guy named new lac city and new lac city's tweet was raw was not good don't get into sgg territory lol goldberg keith lee lame return cross loses Nah, that's the part that's important here. Cross losing. Yeah. And then the response by Peter Rosenberg is cross losing was interesting. In fact, so was Jeff winning. Stop thinking of it as it relates to NXT. It doesn't. But he got a story on Raw now. Both of your complaints are about wins and losses, fam. Weak.
0: Okay. Oh, sorry. No, go for it. Go for it. I think that uh, one of the thing is like, yeah, it's very easy for people running the show to say wins and losses don't matter. But for me, growing up and watching on TV, yeah, wins and losses definitely mattered. I didn't like people that lost, except for McFoley. Mick McFoley's Mick the exception because McFoley knew how to lose and make himself really special. But like, that's not a, a thing that's done anymore. Like loss, like I I really feel that it's it's a chess game. And, you know, you have to get some wins under a belt. To, uh, maybe chess game not the best. Uh, it's hard to build momentum when you're, uh, the currency of pro wrestling is wins and losses. That's the currency in the fake world of pro wrestling. You know, you have more wins, you're supposed to get something for it. You have more losses, you should get reprimanded or something bad should happen. What is the world if they don't really even have jobs? If they're able to lose on their opening night, if you were lost on your opening night in UFC... They wouldn't hurry to get you a new match. They're not in a hurry to get you a new opponent because you lost. I wish there was some form like, and they're so worried about realism and and, uh, and uh, making sure that like there's some logic to it. What's the logic and ha- giving a guy who just lost a match another match?
1: A hundred percent. I completely agree. And the thing that really frustrated me about the carrying cross thing. Is that it? Kind of like defined all of the issues that I have with the WWE currently in one segment because you debut a new guy who's like, you do, you debut a new guy who all of the interesting things about him you've taken away from him. Mm-hmm. You know his manager, his entrance, the theatrics are all gone. So now he's just a guy with some blue light around him who's really beefy, like everybody else on your roster. Mm-hmm. He, he's the NXT champion. They barely acknowledge that. And then he loses in under two minutes to a guy. And, okay, fine. I recognize that if somebody were to say to me, like, yes, he lost, but Jeff Hardy's foot, feet were on the ropes, so he kind of cheated to beat him. Then that's fine. But then Karrion Cross, as this debuting monster, should get up and then go and try to kill Jeff Hardy. But instead he paced around the ring. He was really upset. But then they found the time for him to cut a promo to get his catchphrase in but then I, it,
0: nothing came of it you know if if they're so, if they don't think that wins and losses matter why do they even ever have an undefeated streak why why is there like if they don't think they matter why would that matter because people right. get behind it they get right. excited about it when you're winning people that's momentum ah oh, man i'm angry about that let's talk about keith lee real quick keith lee making also, his
1: return can i just make one additional point real quickly um i read in a dish post the Jeff Hardy Matt loss, that when they were recording the NXT shows this week, they actually needed to re-record a segment with Karrion and Cross and Samoa Joe because the crowd was chanting Hardy the entire time. Ugh.
0: So that shows you what that type of thing can do to you know your wrestlers. So it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, with with the Keith Lee, yes. uh, is someone mad at Keith Lee? Are they mad at him? Because there was some rumors early on that he had a weird attitude. Um, is, is that the case? Because he was fire. He was fire coming in in NXT and even on raw, they were pretty behind him for a while. And now it, it, like he makes his return and you know, a loss to Bobby Lashley and a pretty handy one too. It wasn't a very long match. I don't.
1: Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know of anyone being mad. I, there's no one can find out what it is based on all the reading I've done, um, about, why he was off television for as long as he was but i think it was health related some type of injury or something like that so i don't think it was necessarily uh that there was an issue but i mean if you think about it what makes keith lee i mean what made keith lee great was how he wrestled you know he's a really unique he's a really unique he's style. limitless he's yeah he's li- and he really lived up to that and his entrance music was good and his presentation was good but they kind of took all of that away from him as soon as he got on the main roster so I, I don't, I think also there's something that I'd like to mention too, is that he's from Texas
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like he was off television for seven months, comes back in his home state, big yeah. pop, loses in five minutes. Yeah. You know, uh, it's
0: pretty disappointing. It's pretty disappointing. Yeah, it is. Because it he is. would be a cool opponent for Bobby Lashley. A hundred percent. Absolutely. He's a cool opponent that could match him in strength and speed and he looks different, you know? And I I just feel like that's a waste. And I'm going to
1: say this a lot, Red. I've said this to you for years. I've said it off air. Keith Lee doesn't need the
0: top part. I don't need a shirt on Keith Lee. I I don't need a singlet. I want his belt. I want as much skin coming off of Keith Lee as possible. Let's stop hiding him up. He looks good. He looks good. I want to see his
1: size. He's going to flip over the top rope and has so much more agility than people half his size. Let him look the way he looks and let him wrestle the way he wrestles, and you're going to
0: get a monster baby face out of it. 100%. 100%. Uh, moving on. What what else we got here? What's your next, biggest, uh, n- next uh, news item you got?
1: Um, let's see. Those are the big ones. There is... There was an announcement, an unofficial announcement that the WWE is going to do the Queen of the Ring. I have that here, too.
0: Very good. We're matching up very nicely today. The Queen of the Ring. I just love tournaments. Me, too. Yeah. Uh, Is this going to be a special or is this going to be just a part of the main roster shows?
1: I hope it's a special. I'm sure it's going to be part of the main roster shows, but I also love specials. I love specials. Yeah. I just
0: want like like the May uh, Young Tournament, yeah. uh, the Tag Team, the Dusty Class. Like even yeah. though Dusty Classic isn't necessarily, but a special, the the, Cruiser but the Cruiserweight Classic, Classic. Yeah, man, the, I love specials. I eat love them up em. for breakfast. Yeah. Um. So hopefully that happens. That's a good point. I'm very excited about that. I just love tournaments. I love the the idea. I'm surprised the Queen of the Ring hasn't been done in the past.
1: Yeah, me too. Me too. It's interesting that they're doing it now. Someone had said, I saw someone say that, like, it shouldn't be a slam dunk, but it feels like a slam dunk that it's going to go to Charlotte because she's the queen, blah, 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 you know?
0: Sure. Or that she's going to be definitely in the finals. Yeah, she's definitely in the finals for because it's either she's the queen or someone took the queen title away from her. Mm -hmm. And I like both those stories, even though it's a little predictable. But either way, uh, we got some other news here over on AEW side. The queen of the ring in AEW, Thunder Rosa, is officially all elite, all elite. And uh, about time, about time, I honestly thought she was already. Apparently, they bought out her contract from uh, NWA. Yeah, yeah. You excited about that? You love your Thunder Rosa? I
1: do. I love Thunder Rosa. I think she's great. I think all roads lead to a rematch between her and Britt Baker, but those roads are long. Sure. I, th- those are at the end of the roads. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm very excited. I think she should be there. I think she's a really, really, really positive addition to the mm-hmm. women's division because I think she's ready. I think, I think there's a ton of incredible athletes in the women's division, but a lot of them are younger in the business. They haven't had a ton of experience. So I think Thunder Rosa takes pressure off of some of them to get more seasoning, get more time. Cause not Thunder Rosa, even though
0: she's only, she's economy. only been in the business five years. Also true. Only Absolutely. five years. Um, but we also have another, uh, there's an AEW re-signing. Thank God this happened. Thank God AEW is on top of it. Jake, the snake has been re-signed. Uh, why are they doing that? Why can are they I, doing that? Really? Can I ask you, um, did you find that out because there's an interview
1: on YouTube with DDP and Jake Roberts and you watched it? Because that's how I found out. No, that I, I did not.
0: I actually, I was about to watch that. And then it just got me sad. <laughs> I, I never saw Resurrection of Jake the Snake. I didn't see that it's yet. It's tough. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. I remember uh, WWE's um, documentary on Jake oh. called Pick Your Poison. <sighs> yeah. And that that was good. But like I, I'd like to see his redemption too. But uh, no, I have not seen it. Uh, but I, I just don't understand why Jake the Snake is uh, is a part of because he doesn't make sense in the Lance Archer package anymore. He doesn't make sense. Lance yeah. Archer makes more sense on his own yep. than he does, with Jake the Snake is in the way.
1: Yeah, I he hasn't done much in months and months. I I wonder if and you know we have obviously no way of knowing this, but I wonder if his impact is greater behind the scenes, maybe helping people, mentoring people. And also, we don't know this either, but he, and the only reason I'm bringing this up is because he kind of alluded to it in his interview with DDP, which I thought was a little strange, but like, maybe there's been some people in AEW who have maybe been struggling a little bit with like substance issues, and Jake has been the person that's kind of gone to them to help. So Interesting. Maybe there's... All that's, right, that's I won't reason, hate
0: on it that much.
1: But I will say, and this these were in my notes for the show... Um, uh for dynamite this past week what jake was wearing his all leather snakeskin outfit beautiful i
0: love it it's better than jake in like running sneakers he should be in all black he should be in all black all the time or just something like an old like a a guy at a bar would wear like a night like 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 the old man at the bar that looks like he's dressed kind of nice but also he looks he could be a musician but he's just at the bar alone like that kind of look uh, I feel like all black, maybe snakeskin boots. Get that fucking snakeskin jumper <laughs> out of here! Can't stand it. Looks disgusting. He looks like a he looks like a like a, a moldy grocery bag. Uh, we gotta move Brittle. on. We gotta Brittle. move on. What other news items you got, here? You got any others? I got uh, a couple ch- more.
1: Yeah, I got one quick thing. I want to send well wishes to Kota Ibushi in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh yeah, what's his
0: deal? He's got like a poop issue or something.
1: Yeah, this guy, let me tell you what. If you look at his injury history, they're all like very intense, very rare diseases oh, that sure. people just happen upon. Right now he has some type of like respiratory pneumonia that's caused specifically by inhaling toxic fumes of some kind.
0: Is he huffing? Is he doing I, whippets?
1: I, yeah, he maybe. I mean, have you ever no, seen these videos of him rumor. shooting fireworks off on himself? He Does might he? be inhaling some weird stuff. God damn yeah. it, uh, uh, yeah. Dakota!
0: You gotta take care of yourself. Gotta take care of your body. LLW sends it the fondest wishes. Everyone, everyone, give a honk honk to Dakota. Yeah. Give a honk-honk. Wherever you are, you're driving, just give it a little honk-honk. Uh, New Japan's
1: really been through the ringer, and the last thing they need is is a, an unhealthy Kota Ibushi, and the last thing Koda needs is to have this horrible pneumonia that he's got. So, yeah, mm-hmm. well wishes to Koda for
0: sure. Uh, I've got a, a couple more that I'm just going to rattle off fast, gotta, like rapid fire. The Rock is set to return soon. The Rock is set to return for a Survivor Series match and possibly a WrestleMania match with Roman Reigns. Excited or not excited? I'll be excited for the moment, but that's about it, you know? I do want to see him versus Roman. Yeah, yeah. I want to see him versus Roman, but that's about it. Uh, Moving on, Britt Baker injured. Britt Baker broke her wrist in her match with Nyla Rose, uh, but will not miss any time. How did you feel about that Nyla Rose-Brett Baker match?
1: I just, I thought it was good. I thought it was good from a story perspective in the sense that Britt had never beaten Nyla, and Britt needed to beat Nyla, and that was good. She got her win, and I think Nyla did a good job to be the monster. But I did feel that things just felt a little off during the
0: match, and it felt like Nyla kind of ran out of gas a little bit about halfway through. She got sleepy. She got uh, not, yeah. not even halfway through. It felt like from the beginning she was just like slow to the pace, and I, I uh, it picked up at the end, but like in the beginning she was just sluggish. Yeah. She just looked sluggish and it threw everyone off. And I got one last news item here. Uh, Steve Carino is coming out of retirement. The King of old school is coming out of retirement to face his son, Kobe at premier wrestling federation. Uh, are you excited about that Royster? I am. I am.
1: You feel I feel good I'm, for him. I'm a big Steve Carino guy. Um, I love Steve Carino. I don't really know why, but I've always really loved his work. I think, I think he's a great promo for sure and uh, i love a little father-son match sure i think that's great and it's for a title it's for the pwf heavyweight championship i think maybe uh i've never i haven't seen a lot of colby carino as a wrestler i know he exists but i haven't seen a lot of him and i i will i believe that's going to be on uh independent wrestling tv so maybe i will pay the ten dollars for a month so i can watch
0: that match potentially Okay, I, I, I might see it. I might see it. My favorite Steve Carino memory, my first ever wrestling show. The first wrestling show I ever attended. I was 14 years old. It was tickets for my birthday. We went to Wayne, New Jersey at uh, skater, uh, Skater's World. It was a skating rink and uh, gangrel was there ken shamrock was there steve carino never saw him before in my life he comes out with a plastic sword and i remember like, like what's this fucking guy doing he fought steve he fought gangrel that night he comes <laughs> out he comes out and he's swinging around and this kid gets in his face and there's no barriers or anything and he just hocks a loogie and spits it right oh in the my kid's God. face spits it right in <laughs> dead between his eyes and i'm just like did that just happen? I never thought that would ever happen in my life. I never could imagine. Uh, so that's my Steve Carell memory. It was two thousand four, a young, wow, a young Red Jefferson. Um, but uh, do you have any other news? Got any I news? have. I have a couple of little pieces of news. Yeah, give me some rapid fire news.
1: Uh, for our listeners who like Impact Wrestling, there is a wrestler by the name of Casey Navarro who wrestled for Impact briefly. Who's um wears a lot of gucci clothing uh that's you know the gimmick and he just signed with mlw so congratulations to casey navarro
0: congratulations casey navarro great job great job you get an llw uh woot woot uh for that one good job casey navarro we support you big time and then uh wwe also filing
1: a trademark for complaining is not conversation yeah what the hell is that about is that a fucking
0: gimmick that we don't know about
1: I, I just assume it's going in a place that we're not going to like. That's my assumption. Oh, my God.
0: Is that so, a, Oh, man. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I, I just think they're probably going to lean more and more into it because also – and this is like speculation too. I wrote this down. If you watch the shows – and I've tried to watch
0: a little bit of it. It's, it's challenging at times. But they've been doing some crowd sweetening. Oh, which, God. That pissed me off when I was yeah. watching the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. It's just like I was excited to hear the crowds again. And all I'm hearing is people like the place, the roof being blown off and everyone's <laughs> sitting on their fucking hands in the crowd. Yes.
1: Yes. And uh, uh, last yesterday on SmackDown, they did some matches from a hip hop music festival. And it's the most generic crowd noise you'll ever hear. And if you look out into the
0: crowd, no one's paying attention. Like nothing's really happening. That's a, uh, come on, guys. If you can have the crowds back, let me hear them. Yeah. You know, that's a, that doesn't make me excited to watch a show. I'm telling you right now.
1: Yeah, and I think the one last thing that I wanted to bring up that I heard on a podcast yesterday, which I think is important to notice when talking about complaining is not conversation and kind of that attitude that the WWE has towards its fans, towards, towards its fans specifically that are buying tickets for your shows and are excited to be going to them. Um, there is a promo in 2014, I guess, where Triple H cut it when like the, uh, the Authority was first starting. Where he basically was saying, like, if you don't like what you're watching, you're going to tweet about it, blah, blah, blah. Well, if you don't like it, just change the channel. We don't want you to watch it anyway. Well, I found out in that moment when he cut that promo, there were over 4 million people watching Monday Night Raw. And now flash forward to 2021. They and changed the channel. Yeah. They're under the, – it's less than half of what used to be watching it You know, that many years ago. So yeah. Just that a few that weeks attitude. they had
0: their lowest Raw in history. In history, that's including yeah. the one hours with Duke the Drozer dumpster, <laughs> Duke the Dumpster Droser. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like that's it, it's a far fall, far fall yeah. they've gone. And yeah. what do they're listening? You tell them to change the channel, they're gonna. Um, yeah. Wow, what a great news time we've had. But we're not done. We've got a mailbag to go into. We've got some mail mail in here. Some mail from all of our fans all around the world. Uh, And and this is usually Moet's thing. And we're not, this is called, we're going to still call it the mail, mailbag with Moet and Moet's here in spirit. And he's answering all these questions. I might even answer for Moet if I know what he would say. Um, Here we go. We got, uh, let's see. This is for Oscar from Crumbleford, Georgia. Oh, wow. Oscar from Crumbleford, Georgia. Here's a pickle for you dill heads. Uh, diving elbow or frog splash I'm going to have to say I like the frog splash I like the frog splash my favorite frog splash is a toss up between Eddie Guerrero and D'Lo Brown those are my frogs. Brown. D-Lo I feel like it's impactful splash. it's impactful uh, the elbow only if it's from Carrie Zane who? Kyrie Zane. Am I saying her name right? No.
1: Oh, yes, 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 yes,
0: yes. I got confused. That's she awesome. has a fucking sick... Incredible. Elbow. Her the body
1: goes, like, limp when yeah. she throws herself. It's incredible. It's incredible, this, yeah. This is a hot
0: question, Royster. What is it?
1: Uh, I will say to you first that I think D'Lo Brown's Frog Splash is dramatically underrated. I think more people Who? should be talking... D'Lo, D-Lo Brown's Frog yeah. Splash should absolutely be talked about more. But I'm going to go elbow drop. I think... The one of my earliest wrestling memories is watching a best of WrestleMania VHS tape and seeing Macho Man vs. Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania seven, and Macho Man. I, I remember seeing Macho Man do his elbow drop, and it's really, it's really a sight to, to behold. It's really it's an incredible thing. Yeah. So you're an elbow drop guy. Yeah, and I think Shawn Michaels had an excellent elbow drop too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think CM Punk's elbow drop was okay. But uh, yeah, Sean and Macho Man's elbow drops
0: are iconic. All right. We got two different. And I think Moet would say elbow drop. I think he would do an elbow drop as well. That's my take. The, tell us if you're on. Moet, sound off in the comments. Give us a who. Um, here's the next one. This is from Jamie from San Diego. Jamie from San Diego. From Sa- hey, it's my best friends. Oh, that's very nice. Uh, if you were to recast the show Seinfeld with only AEW wrestlers, who would you choose for each character? Let's go off right at the top. Yeah, let's start with uh, let's start with uh, Jerry. Who's Jerry? Oh my god! Um...
1: <laughs>
0: Who's I'm Jerry? Gonna, I'm Who's gonna, gonna Jerry say Jungle
1: you? Boy. You know, I was thinking that too. I was thinking that J- also. Jungle
0: Boy is a good, likable guy, neutral to interact with the surroundings. He's not as as quick witted. But we don't need that. I don't think we need that. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you agree. who do you have for Jerry? Or is Jungle Boy the one we should go with?
1: I would say either Jungle Boy or like a Cody, because I think Cody has the certain amount Cody's of smugness.
0: Not sure. Also. Actually, Cody might be a better fit because of that smugness. What, what, what about Lane? Let's go with Lane here. Get out. Big pushes, big shoves. Got to be Britt Baker, right?
1: Yeah, I was thinking, because Britt Baker's also got the, like, again, that, that kind of smugness, that, mm-hmm. like, Sharp wit sure. that would be good for Elaine. Sure. Yeah. Let's go.
0: Now we're gonna get into some heavy stuff. Where we're going to Kramer.
1: Honestly, I think Kenny Omega's Kramer. Because he's a weirdo
0: just like Kramer. I, interesting. Interesting choice. I was gonna say the late great Brody Lee. Oh, the late great Brody one. Lee. Because I think he's wild. You know, he's wild. <laughs> yeah. Um and uh, let's talk about George Costanza. Who's gonna play George Costanza? There's only uh, one answer for this. Oh, what, what do you think it is? John Silver. Johnny Ungi. <laughs> Johnny Ungi.
1: Give it to him. Let him eat. I was I, thinking either him or Uno. I think Evil Uno would be a interesting have to fight George it That's a good well. match.
0: That's a good matchup. Uno versus Silver for the George Costanza role. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we got one last question. One last question from uh, Big Gene. Big Gene. Big Gene. From Asheville, North Carolina. Hell yeah. Do you want to meet aliens? If they came down to Earth, that is very interesting. Okay, foreign would you want to meet uh, extraterrestrials if they came down? Yes, but not alone. I'd want to like be with some
1: friends and like meeting up with aliens who are that also might be intimidating for the aliens to like. Oh,
0: there's a big group of people. Maybe I don't want to meet them. You know, well, maybe just like you and I, like me, maybe me, you, and Moet go and meet some aliens. Okay. That sounds great. The L W crew will meet them. That's actually smart. That's smart. Small yeah. group, but like enough where we feel safe. Uh, with these alien crew we're all very welcoming people too yeah okay very good I think we answered all the questions pretty well you would want to meet aliens oh no actually I don't think I'd ever want to meet them no I don't really no because I think my head would explode I think I wouldn't be able to take it I think (laughs) I'd go into a catatonic state where I wouldn't be normal anymore I wouldn't be I wouldn't be me there would be nothing left Uh, I'd be scooped out from the inside out you know Really hollow. Really hollow from then on out. Hey, thank you all so much for watching and listening to Loser Lees Wrestling. The news you can't lose. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Loser Lees Wrestling. Send us some emails over at Loser at gmail.com. And check out our YouTube page where we do live streams. And this is going to be live stream too. We're going to do the news live eventually. We're going to work on that. But we got got uh, the woos and what's of AEW Dynamite right after Dynamite's on uh, on YouTube, check us out, Loser Lee's Wrestling. We got quite a following over there. It's in the thousands right now. It's in the thousands. Let's let's keep it rolling. Thank you all so much for watching. My name is Red Jefferson, and I'm here with Roy Lazarus. Uh Bye everyone. Have a great night. Bye. Thank you. Say bye, Roy. Bye. Yeah, great job. <laughs>